Thank you, Lord. Praise God. I'd like to welcome everyone tonight. If you're a guest tonight, we are glad to have you in our service. Thank you for being here. If you are watching us online, wherever you may be watching from, we welcome you as a part of this service tonight. I realize they are not with us tonight, but we do give honor to our bishop and to Mother Wright tonight. In Jesus' name. Let me just insert before we move along. I, I really believe, kind of felt this a few moments ago, really believe that next weekend is going to be a important part of helping us as we move forward into the fall. Summer's great, summer's needed, but summer's also a really challenging time. But I believe God's got some great things in store for us this fall. I believe God has some great things in store for us this fall. And I just I just feel like God's going to use next week to help create the climate. There has, I don't know who said it first. I don't know where it was said. I don't know where it got started. But years ago, somebody said, somebody prophesied that God would use our youth, our young people to lead us to revival and harvest. And so I don't think that's a coincidence that next weekend, getting out of summer and moving forward, that it's that timing. And I I just wanted to, Bible says, I believe, therefore have I spoken. Rather than keeping that to myself, I want to declare that tonight. I, I mean it. I, I realize we say it a lot of times. Maybe you're tired of hearing it, but I really do believe God has some things in store for us this fall. And as I've said one way or another now several times, Obviously, I still have a role outside of the mother congregation, but a primary part of my focus is the mother congregation. So I mean that not just, I don't mean that for all of Antioch, and I believe there's something God has. I, I mean that for us. I mean that for those of us that join here. God, I just believe God's got some stuff in store for us, some great things this fall. So once again, I, I encourage you, especially next Sunday night, come with anticipation for what God is going to do. I, uh, I felt a direction for this morning. That's really the primary reason the stuff that is here on the stage is here. And I did not try to, to, to uh, manipulate this or produce this, but I did feel some direction for tonight that it's not really as much the focus as I used it this morning, but it just kind of is a little bit of a visual. So uh, no dramas, no actors and actresses tonight. And if you weren't here this morning and you're curious as to what it was about this morning, then and you're welcome to go and watch the message. But I, I really believe I have a, a, a word from the Lord for somebody tonight. I, I don't have a very deep message. I'm going to tell you that up front. I don't have deep revelation for you tonight, and I really, uh, I really do not anticipate preaching very long tonight. All the cynics just said, "Yeah, sure," but 
honestly, I just feel like I've got something to say to somebody or the Holy Ghost wants to say something to somebody tonight. If you would turn to Joshua chapter number 2, I used some of these verses last Sunday night, but that's the beauty of the Word of God. There's all kind of different things in one verse. Joshua chapter number 2, starting with verse number 1. And Joshua the son of Nun sent out of Shai to Tim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they have they become to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men and hid them and said thus, There came men unto me, but I wist not whence they were. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whither the men went out, I wot not. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them in the way to Jordan unto the fords. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. Before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof, and she said unto them, said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did in the, unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side, Jordan, Sihon, and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of your, because of you, for the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. And so what she is saying is, I realize I am a part of a doomed people. I realize that I am a citizen of a city that belongs to you and you are going to overtake. Listen to verse number 12. Now therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token, and that you will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all, they, and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. I'm going to preach to you tonight for a few moments on this subject stay in the house stay in 
the house. Father, I thank you for your presence that has already moved in this sanctuary tonight. Your spirit, God, that has been manifested to work and minister in this place. I thank you for the touch of your spirit tonight. God, I pray that in the remainder of this service, you would continue to minister and that now, Lord, you would minister through your word. That you would speak to somebody tonight to hear what it is they need to hear from you. I trust you and depend on you tonight, Father. I trust you for your anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I realize the kindness that Rahab showed to the two spies by hiding them and also doing what she could to protect them. But really, in a lot of ways, she didn't have a right to ask for what she asked for because she understood, I am a part of a group of people that God has given us to you. I recognize that I dwell in a city that belongs to you and not us because God has given it to you. But I am asking you out of kindness as a favor for what I have done for you that you would do something for me. That even though we are a part of this doomed people, that somehow we could find favor in your eyes, if I could say it this way, that somehow we could find salvation. Can I just stop for a moment to tell you tonight, whenever God brings judgment, He also provides a way of escape. If God's going to bring judgment, God also has a way out. If God's going to destroy something before God destroys it, He's also going to provide a way of escape. There are some times in Scripture where it wasn't communicated that God would provide a way of escape, but somebody out of desperation said, God, would you have some mercy on us even though we don't deserve mercy? One of the most notable ones is that of Jonah. Jonah says, I don't want to go to Nineveh. I'm going to go tell Nineveh you're going to destroy them, and you're not going to destroy them. I'm not such a bad pastor after all, am I? I don't want to go do that, God, because I'm going to tell them one thing, and you're not going to do it. You're going to tell me to tell them judgment's coming, and you're going to end up forgiving them. Isn't that what you'd want? Isn't that what you'd hope for? Sure enough, there was no message of hope. There was no message of deliverance. But the king and some people said, what if? What if we pray? What if we repent? What if we seek God? And sure enough, even though judgment was declared, God provided a way out. And so I don't know if somehow Rahab was tapping into that or had an understanding of that or just simply out of desperation. I don't know. She asked these two spies if there's some way can we find 
favor? Can we find grace? Is there any way you can have mercy on me and my father's house? Verse number 14, and the men answered her, our life for yours. If you utter not this our business, and it shall be when the Lord hath given us this land that we will deal kindly and truly with you. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourself there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may you go your way. The men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head. And we will be guiltless, and whosoever shall be with thee in the house. His blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. We agree that we will honor what you've done, but there's one condition. If when we come back, you... And your family is going to be spared. You've got to be in the house. There is an opportunity for deliverance and salvation. But it will only come to those in the house. If anybody leaves the house. We will not be guilty of what happens to them. If anybody chooses not to stay in the house, whatever the outcome is, is on them. But we take full responsibility for those that are in the house. They said, all you've got to do is take this scarlet cord that you have let us down by, let us use to escape. And hang that scarlet or that red cord from the window. And when we come back and see that red cord hanging from the window, that will be the sign that this house is set apart. I wonder, perhaps, I wonder if those two spies, when they saw that scarlet cord, I wonder if their mind went back to the blood that was put on the doorpost. 
I wonder if they went back to their deliverance from Egypt and they remembered the blood that had been applied. And when the blood was applied to a house, whatever was in that house was safe. If you were a firstborn destined to die, if you were inside the house, you didn't have to worry. But you had to be in the house. I told you already, I've come to preach a very simple message tonight. But I've come to challenge, I've come to encourage somebody that the enemy is trying somehow, some way, in a lot of different ways to get you to leave the house. But I've come on this Sunday night to tell a bunch of church folks stay in the house because there will only be salvation in the house there will only be salvation in the house. I hate to tell all of those today that say they don't need a church. They don't need the church. They can get to heaven by themselves. No, that's not the way it is. You've got to be in the house. You can't get there by yourself. You can't survive by yourself. If you want salvation, you've got to get in the house and you've got to stay in the house. I don't like what's in the house. I don't like the furniture. I don't like the way it's decorated. I, I don't like the way things are situated. Oh, well, if you want to be saved, stay in the house. I'm not real crazy about the people in the house. I, I kind of get rubbed the wrong way sometimes by them. I'm just not too sure how much I like them. Oh, well, there's only salvation one place. Stay in the house. Doesn't matter who comes and who goes. Stay in the house. Doesn't matter how you get treated in the house. Stay in the house. As long as you're in the house, there's going to be salvation. If you get out of the house. We got more than six living in my house right now, but we got six people that call it home until they get married. We don't always get along real well. Sometimes some of us get on others of us nerves. Sometimes some in our house think they are at the rodeo and they get on the nerves of somebody else and ride the bucking bronco and don't get off. I love my wife. I love her more today than I did the day we got married. In fact, I don't think I really knew much about love when we got married. I mean that facetiously, unkindly. I know a lot more about it now. I know without a shadow of a doubt she loves me. I know she loves me more now than she loved me then. But we don't always get along real well. But you know what? 
that's home. We may have our fusses, we may have our fights, we may have those days where some can't stand others, but it's home. And you stay in the house. We have reduced church, and again, I'm not talking about this church. I mean the church. We have reduced church to a social club, to a social experience. And so I will stay as long as I'm happy. I will stay as long as everybody treats me good. I will stay as long as I like everything. But the moment I decide I don't like it, I'm leaving. That's the way you are and that's the way you respond. Chances are you're not in the house. I, I, I don't know. I think it's safe to say, in fact, according to what we know about Rahab, she was not the most upstanding citizen of the day. She did not have the best reputation of the day. And there, there's probably, I don't know if it's there or not. Somebody help me out if it is there, but there's a pretty good chance there was some, she was, she was probably estranged from some of her family. There was probably some disconnect from her family. But isn't it amazing? That when she got the news to them that said, this city is done. But if you come to my house and stay in my house, you'll be safe. <laughs> can, can you, yeah, your house. Right. Out of all the houses in this city, you're telling me your house. The life you live, the person you are, and your house is the house? God kind of has a sense of humor sometimes. The problem was, it doesn't matter what she was, it doesn't matter what her reputation was, she had an encounter and took advantage of the encounter, and now her house was the only house in the whole city. If you wanted to be saved, you had to be in the house. Your watch is not broke. Your watch is not stopped. I'm closing. And I don't think it's going to be one of those long, extended, forever drawn out closing. Stay in the house. If your spouse mistreats you, stay in the house. You can take that a couple ways. If your spouse mistreats you, stay in the house if your kids backslide stay in the house if your parents backslide stay in the house if your brother or your sister betrays you stay in the house if you get mistreated stay in the house if you get let down stay in the house if things don't go the way you want them to go stay in the house if things don't go the way you dream they're gonna go stay in the house if you get abused stay in the house if you get mistreated stay in the house If God doesn't answer your prayers, stay in the house. If you think God lets you down, stay in the house. 
If you don't like me, stay in the house. If I don't like you, I'm staying in the house. Because just like Rahab, there's a bunch of stuff coming worse than what we've already seen. And the only way to have safety is to get in the house and stay in the house. Preach to some people that are dealing with challenging circumstances and situations in your life. And I've come with a really, 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 really simple message tonight just to simply challenge you. Stay in the house. No matter who lets you down, stay in the house. No matter what they do to you, stay in the house. Stay in the house. Young people, no matter what hypocrisy you may witness in the church, stay in the house. No matter how many people you see living a double lifestyle, stay in the house. Stay. Stay. Brother Richards, if God never restores your health like he's able to do, and I'm hoping and believing he does, stay in the house. Brother Kevin, if you come paint and give a couple of hours to the church and the next day you get in another car accident, stay in the house. Stay. Stay. I feel myself trying to drag this out to make it more deeper and more revelatory and it ain't working. So I just need to quit while I'm ahead if I'm ahead. Stay. Stay. I preached it this morning. In the house, there's salvation, there's safety, there's security. Stay. Stay. Brother Ellenberger, there's been a lot of stuff tried to drive you out of the house. Sister Ellenberger, there's been a lot of stuff you guys have dealt with that have tried to drive you out of the house. And maybe there's been a couple of days. I didn't try this this morning. Let's, yeah, it does. Maybe there's been a couple of days where you opened the door and started thinking. Don't sit there and act all holy. Don't sit there and act all sanctified. There's about not a one of you tonight that at some point hadn't opened the door. Don't know if I can take any more. Not sure I'm interested in any more. Do yourself a favor as quick as you can. Shut the door. Get yourself out some screws and nails and bar the door shut so that it's not an option because whatever you gotta do stay stay in the house sister Trish come please I want everybody to stand if you would I want to do this in closing tonight it's very early it's very 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 early I'll get I'll 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 make up for my 30 minutes later. I want, I want every head bowed, eye closed, if you would, please. Well, I guess there's been some emotion. 
There's not really emotion right now. There's not hype. As heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I I, I want to invite everybody, anybody, to do it. But I, I especially, in closing for an altar call tonight, I especially want to appeal to those of you, whatever it is, whatever the circumstances are, whatever, whatever the situation is, I realize for each one of us, it could be something very different. But if you acknowledge tonight, you know what, there, there's some stuff the enemy's trying to use to get me to, to leave the house. There's some stuff that's going on in my life that the enemy is trying hard to use that as a way to influence me to leave the house. Once again, as the old song we used to sing says, I've got my foot on the rock and I've got my mind made up. Though I walk through the lonely valley and I drink from the bitter cup, when the devil comes a knocking, showing me an easier way, I stand right flat on my feet. I throw my head in the air. I look him straight in the eye. I say, My foot's on the rock. And I've got my mind. Maybe, maybe there's somebody tonight, you, you're doing what I just described and you've got the door open and you're just kind of scanning the horizon. But I challenge you tonight, shut the door, make up your mind. I'm in the house and I'm staying in the house. If you need to do that tonight, that applies to you tonight but I invite you as a step of faith as a way of demonstrating and declaring that you would step out of your seat right now you would make your way down to this altar and you would declare tonight I will stay in the house No matter what I face, no matter what goes on in my world, I will stay in the house. Come on, summer coming. If I could be so bold and presumptuous to say, there's a few more of you that need to come. All over again. Make that statement, make that commitment, make that dedication. I may get disappointed, I may get let down, I may get frustrated, I may get discouraged, I may get weary, but I will stay. I may get mistreated, I might even get abused, but I will stay in the house because ultimately the only place of salvation and safety is in the house 
God, no matter what weapon the enemy tries to use to get me out of the house, I'm going to stay in the house. No matter what tactic the enemy uses as a way of trying to get me to leave the house, I am going to stay in the house. 